midweek here as we're getting into the late stages of May, and this is episode 13 of the Wheaton Watch. Um, semester 2 officially wrapped up here at Wheaton College. A great semester, so um, it was a long one, definitely, but had this new podcast to kind of bring you through it all. And with that, there are some sports that are actually still going on. Uh, most of the spring sports here we have wrapped up, but there are still some teams competing, some athletes competing. We're going to get into all of that, but it's been almost a month since we had our last episode, episode 12, where we had Grace DeBacco and Jill Rohan on from Wheaton Softball. And we'll actually start with softball. They finished the year at 22-18, and 8-11 in the conference. They did get that last seed in the NUMAC to get into the playoffs, but unfortunately went 0-2 in the playoffs, lost to Coast Guard on May 3rd, 2 to nothing final score in that one. And then a couple days later, had a bit of a layoff. They played number 5-seeded Babson. Lost 8 nothing in six innings in that game. Um, some hardware brought home from the Wheaton softball team. Second team, all-new Mac, junior shortstop Lindsey Oliveira. So congratulations to Lindsey. Second team, all-new Mac for herself. Uh, we're going to keep getting into all the awards after we go over each team. Um, last time we met, men's lacrosse had already wrapped up, but women's lacrosse had not. It is now over. They finished the year at 10-8 and overall, 5-4 and in the conference. They got into the playoffs as well, and they had a first-round exit. They went on the road to Springfield Saturday, April 29th, lost 16-9 against the Pride after upsetting them on the road just one week before, 14-12, but 16-9 loss to end the season for Wheaton Women's Lacrosse. They also had some players bring home some awards. All Numac second team, senior Brooke Harvey, senior Jesse Kilburn, junior Avonlea LeBeau, and senior Maggie Ryan. So congratulations to all of them. Um, three of them ending their careers, Avonlea LeBeau, obviously junior, still going to play next year, but a pretty solid ending to the careers there for um, Harvey, Kilburn and Maggie Ryan. Now move on to track and field for both sides here, men and women, and they're in a pretty good spot. They were, went through um, with all their postseason meets, New Max, um, New England's, all of that, and they're not done yet. They still have athletes competing both on the men's and women's side, and happy to say that they'll be going to nationals. Also, some of these athletes bringing home some awards. So first off, going to nationals, the 4x100 women's relay team, Emily Zielinski, Skylar Wise, Amanda Castaldi, and Mashina Loriston. Congratulations to them on that. Um, they'll be competing in nationals up at St. John Fisher in Rochester, and they also got first team all Mac as that quadrant. And then on the men's side, still competing, Matt Cahill and Jordan Pinnix on the high jump. They're still going on with their season. They'll also be going to St. John Fisher to compete in nationals. So congratulations 
to Matt and Jordan. And then you saw the title of the episode, and this is going to be the big base of the episode because it's just such an impressive feat, and I'm proud to say that I'm a part of it as well. For the third straight year, the Wheaton College baseball team are new Mac champions, and um, it wasn't as easy of a road to get to being named new Mac champions this year as it was last year. It was quite a journey. So Wheaton obviously not done yet. We're 37-6. and six and finish the conference at 16 and 1 overall that is tied for the most amount of wins in conference history for the New Mac so that is impressive to say the least and it was a grind in the New Mac tournament um, flashback Saturday May 6th first game of the New Mac tournament Wheaton hosting MIT a 6 to 5 win but it was not an easy road to get there. Wheaton went up 5 nothing after the first inning. Tim Wagner had a two-out, um, three-RBI double to make it 5 nothing, And then MIT just kept clawing all the way back into it to the point where it got to 5-5 five to five, all the way to the 12th inning. And then in the 12th inning, no outs. Tommy Ambrosoni, the junior right fielder, leads off the inning with a single. And then A.J. Ginden comes up to bunt. So he gets the bunt down. They throw him out at first. The third baseman crashes. Ambrosoni heads up play, sees he's not there, runs to third. The throw to third is wild. And Ambrosoni comes all the way around the bases on that error to score. That's the winning run, a walk-off. And then a quick turnaround the next day against number three, Babson, the obvious rival to Wheaton Baseball. And in that game, Sunday... A 9-3 loss against the Beavers. An uncharacteristic six-run loss for us, I should say. And with that, had to bounce back and turn that in to a doubleheader. Um, and against the squad that they went to extra ratings with the day before. So, Wheaton had to play MIT again. And it was deadlocked for a long time. It was 2-2 two two all the way up to the seventh inning. And Wheaton ended up breaking it open Final score, 9-2. Liam Goldthwaite got the win going five innings, allowing two earned runs. And the bullpen shut MIT down after that. Uh, I don't usually say my name a lot in that, but I... Oh, sorry. I <laughs> um, I just said Liam got the win going five innings, but it was tied when Liam came out, so he didn't get the win. So I was just going to go into saying this. I myself don't... Usually like saying my name a lot on the podcast, but I got the win. Jackson Walsh, two and one-third innings, um, no runs. And then Max Pierce, Zach Nichols, and Matt Pizzelli combined and go one and two-thirds, allowing no runs for the nine-to-two win over MIT. So um, with that win, that forced Wheaton to play. Now on Monday, the tournament got pushed back a day. So having to go into Monday, beating Babson twice, um, Definitely an uphill feat looking at it right away. But it was never a moment where you lose confidence or anything like that. It's just knowing that it's going to be a long day and you got to get the job done. Having to go into beat Babson twice. That um, next game was the very next morning. It was an 11 o'clock first pitch against Babson. And we pulled it off in game one. Final score, 7-3, to three, but it was close for a while. Babson grabbed one in the first and we struck back 
run in the bottom of the fourth and then kind of blew it open after that. Scored three in the sixth and two in the seventh. Babson scored two in the seventh. So seven to three final score, and a lot of guys came up big in that game. Um, I'm trying to shy away from it, but was going to look exactly at the pitching matchups. Um, I got the start in that game going six innings, allowing three runs, and then the bats were just on fire. 13 hits as a team, and the bullpen yet again shutting the door, throwing three-plus innings, no runs, but the bats were huge. Um, Most of the lineup had a hit. A lot of guys had multiple hits. Kevin Brady, three hits. Nick Croto, two hits. Mike Marr, two hits. And Tommy Ambrosoni, two hits to come up with the huge, huge win against Babson in game one and then forcing an if necessary game two. And you know the story. Final score in game two, Wheaton 10, Babson 2. 10 hits for Wheaton, 5 for Babson. And getting the win and going all nine innings. First year pitcher out of Somerset, Massachusetts, Ben Oliveira. Proves to 5-0 on the year. Nine innings, five hits, two earned, one walk, five strikeouts, and an if-necessary game as a first year against your in-conference rival. I mean, that is something special, to say the least. Multiple hits again in that game for Kevin Brady, Kevin Matos, Rob Wharton in two hits, including a backside two-run homer that really felt like the blow in the fourth inning to kind of just propel us and put us up on top and really feel comfortable. And, oh, what a fun weekend that was, especially to end it like that with Oliveira going complete game. Um, Some hardware brought home right after that game. Kevin Brady named most valuable player for the New Mac tournament, as he should. He was just phenomenal all weekend with the bat and in the field. We'll get to talking about him in just a little bit again. So now what's next for Wheaton? We'll go on the road. Got the one seed in the regional. That was announced Monday during the selection. So a one seed for the NCAAs. We'll be playing against the four seed, Husson, out of Bangor, Maine. And it'll be down in New London, Connecticut. Mitchell College will be the host. They're the three seed. Then Tufts is the two. So the schedule for Friday, Wheaton, Husson, 10 a.m. at Mitchell, and then Tufts Mitchell to follow. Four-team double elimination winner advances to the Super Regional, and then if you win a Super Regional, you go on to play in the World Series in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That will be a blast going to Mitchell this upcoming weekend. I'm recording it day before we're leaving um, as I speak. So now we'll get to all the awards and hardware I was talking about and um, there is a ton of it we'll start with the biggest ones just talked about Kevin Brady he was named athlete of the year which is basically player of the year for the new Mac conference senior shortstop out of Sheffield Mass huge congrats to him and you know I really really deserved it hit 421 this year 72 hits two doubles 70 RBIs, which is top five in the country in RBIs. And then, really proud and happy to say this, um, Ryan McCarroll, sophomore pitcher, one of my best friends, 
New Mac pitcher of the year in his sophomore year. 62 and two-thirds innings pitched so far, 1580 RA. He's just the most consistent pitcher I've seen throughout a whole season. Just never ever let the guy um, the other team get on top. I think the most earned runs he let up in one outing was actually two, which is just so incredibly impressive and even more impressive. He only threw eight innings last year and just completely turned it around and just became dominant on the mound and one of the last guys hitters want to see on the mound when they step in the box. For Kevin Brady and Ryan McCarroll being named um, player of the year and pitcher of the year, respectively. They were also named to all New Mac first team. Joining them on that list, senior Nick Croto. He's from Cumberland, Rhode Island. And then junior A.J. Gindin from Coventry, Rhode Island. Some guys also making second team. Um, one of the all-time Wheaton pitchers. Guy that's just... Um, Feels like he's been in the program forever and is a great leader. Zach Kalisis, the senior out of Johnston, Rhode Island. Liam Goldthwaite, junior pitcher out of Braintree, Massachusetts. He was phenomenal all year in that third starting spot in the rotation. Kevin Matos, the sophomore left fielder out of Lawrence, Mass. Hit over 300 this year and also led the New Mac in home runs. And then this guy was Mr. Shutdown all year out of the bullpen. Senior left-handed pitcher out of Chicopee, Mass., Zach Nichols. Um, this guy didn't allow a hit to a lefty all season, and other than that, his opponent batting average was well below 100. And also, I believe, top five in the nation in appearances. It was just incredible, incredible stuff whenever he was in the game. And hopefully... He's not done yet, too. Still have this weekend and hopefully a couple more weekends to come. And then the cherry on top, Numac coaching staff of the year and coach of the year. Head coach Eric Podbelski, back-to-back years being named coach of the year, and also his staff, Pat Santarella, Eric Dumas, Pete Pascarosa, Matt Milano, and Alan Delone Rodriguez. So a huge thank you and congratulations to all of them wouldn't be possible to get to this point and having this much success without all of them day in, day out, practice, games, whatever. Always perfect and always just helping us get better and better each day. So that basically sums up to right now where we are in Wheaton Athletics. It's going to be a fun weekend down in New London and um, a huge good luck and congratulations to everybody from Wheaton men's and women's track and field competing at nationals. That is an incredible feat. Very happy and proud of them. And it's just a really good spot. Wheaton Athletics just getting better and better. Seems like each month, I would say. Always on the right track. It's just amazing to see. Uh, a couple other of awards that I just want to talk about. Um, Kevin Brady was also named um, the male athlete of the year here at Wheaton College. And another huge congratulations, and this is a big one. Keith Nordstrom won the Claudia Free Special Recognition Award. He's just at every single game, it feels like. And he's just so, so good. His pictures are amazing. And hard work and dedication to athletics and he's not even based in athletics he's 
um, the school's photographer, but just at everything for athletics and um, some other awards I want to name. Sophie Wilhelm from Wheaton Women's Volleyball, Female Senior Scholar Athlete of the Year. Max Pierce, my teammate, one of the best guys out of the bullpen in the region as well, Male Senior Scholar Athlete of the Year. Um, Lynn Miller, Inspiration Award. Jesse Kilburn, Women's Lacrosse. Ethan Na wins the Dean Sue Alexander Award. Um, on the women's side, the Dean Sue Alexander Award goes to Madeline Eller from Wheaton Women's Swim. Gavin Cullinan from Wheaton Men's Swimming, Male Rookie Athlete of the Year. Female Rookie Athlete of the Year goes to Amanda Castaldi, both from Wheaton Women's Soccer and Wheaton Women's Track and Field. Katie Walls, the Debbie Field Athlete Award. And as I just said, Kevin Brady Athlete of the Year. That's named the Chad Yao Athlete of the Year Award. It's Thursday night, and we're um, doing this live, winging it from the hotel in New London. Had practice on site at Mitchell today. Game starting up tomorrow against Husson. Um, usually you have a formal guest on the show sit down with a guy or two for the whole time, but um, everyone's hanging out in the hotel, just going to go around, talk to some of the guys the night before. You know, nothing in particular, just about the season, so we'll get right into it. We'll start it off. Right here next to me, first-year catcher out of Belmont, Mass., Nick Gian Gregorio. Um, he's made an impact so far this season, DH and catching um, behind Rob Wharton. And, uh, Gian, what's been your key to success at the plate this year and behind the dish? Um, I guess just getting my reps in every day. And uh, Rob's been a huge part in helping me uh, making it fun and all the drills we've been doing together. So that's been good. Yeah, your first year, first regional appearance, starting off hot. Um How's your overall first year experience been of college baseball so far? Uh, it's been good. It's been a lot, but it's also been fun. It's been uh, nice with the team. Everyone's been really nice and uh, making it a lot of fun. So that's been good. All right. Now, uh, right next to him, my buddy sharing a room with him this week, Ryan McCarroll. I talked about him earlier on this episode. New Mac, pitcher of the year, Ryan McCarroll. He's got the ball against Tussin tomorrow. Um, he went from just pitching eight innings last year, and now you led the New Mac in strikeouts, ERA. What's I mean? What's been the key to your success this year? Uh, just going out and get getting ahead of guys. Uh, best pitch in baseball is strike one, so just get that first one and go from there. Yeah, a lot of confidence with you on the mound, even when I'm watching from the side, and I'm look forward to seeing you on the mound tomorrow against Huston. Good luck, buddy. Thank you. Talk. Okay. Hey, up on the rapid fire, we got somewhat senior shorts, uh, senior infielder, I should say. Mike Mar rumor is might be coming back. Would love to see that. Um, you transferred in last year from Stonehill. Um, this is your second regional, so you're two for two in NCAA appearances. What's your overall experience been at Wheaton so far? I mean, it's been unbelievable. It's a winning culture. been a winning program for a while, and I've uh, really enjoyed my time with the team, and I've really enjoyed it overall. 
Yeah, you've been hot at the plate recently too. What's been the key to your success at the dish? I uh, just stick into my approach and uh, passing it to the next guy, locking in after every single pitch to what I know works for me and stick into that. All right, excited to see you compete this weekend and hopefully going forward. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Jackson. With another sophomore pitcher and another transfer, it's um, sophomore Josh Fisher from Hopkinton slash Plymouth, Mass. Um, transferred in from Fairfield. What's your um, experience been like with the Wheaton team so far this year, Fish? Well, I got to say the uh, culture of um, Wheaton baseball is something I've never been a part of before. And we have this really good bro brotherly bond that brings us all together. We all compete for each other and we all want to win this national championship as a team. Um, and mo more importantly, as a family. So yeah. I have a lot of confidence um, going into this game. But, um, you know, we have a lot of work to do. But, you know, I'm so happy to be here. I love everyone on this team. And I'm really looking forward to what we can accomplish. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, good luck this weekend, Josh. Hope to see you on the mound. Thank you. Across the hall, and I found this guy. Um, one of the best all-around guys on the team, senior starting pitcher, now starting pitcher out of Johnson, Rhode Island, Zach Kalisis. And you just got thrown into that starter role. I guess it kind of started this summer uh, um, in terms of Wheaton Ball. This is your fifth year. just started this year as a starter. What was it like making that transition from being a reliever to now one of our go-to starting pitchers? You know, I was really excited to make the transition. I've been working at it as a reliever for the past four years and uh, felt good to finally become a starter for my last year so I know you had that decision in your mind for a while to do a fifth year with that extra COVID eligibility now that you're finally here at it um what's it been like being kind of that um I mean you're amongst other leaders but that really that top leader because you've just had the most experience on this squad you know it feels pretty good I'm I just think we uh came a long way as a staff and uh we filled in a lot of pieces of guys that graduated and it feels good yeah I'm Happy that you stayed and made a big impact on the team and excited to see you out there this weekend. Thanks, Zach. Thank you. I'm going to talk to here. It's actually our brand new pitching coach, Eric Dumas, a former Wheaton graduate too. Um, coach, when did you know that you wanted to get into the coaching side of things? Well, thanks for having me on, Walsh. I appreciate it. No problem. Um, you know, I kind of I think that uh, – I really kind of knew I wanted to get into it, you know, kind of after I stopped playing. You know, I think everyone has the dream of, you know, making it uh, making it to the big leagues, but, you know, it's not a reality for everybody. Um, you know, it kind of still allows you to have that competitive edge without, without playing. Um, so I think I knew I wanted to get into it right away. Yeah, that's awesome. And then you're coming from Salem State last year. How um, – special is and what does it mean to you that you get to coach now the program that you were a part of for four years under coach Pabelski yeah yeah so I was with Salem State last year um you know I, I had a really great time there I learned a lot um but it always just means a little more you know I call it coming home uh you know being a part of this program for four years you know how special it is you know you know what goes into it year in year out um you know and it just it means more because I know what you guys are going through, you know, and I, it's, it's so easy to root for you guys. We have a great group of guys this year and coach does such a good job recruiting every year that, you know, it, it just makes the job easy. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I know I can talk for everyone too. We all love having you here and, um, 
been an awesome year and hopefully a year that's not done soon. Uh, thanks for sitting down with me, Coach. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Wraps it up. Episode 13 of the Wheat and Watch. Um, great walking around, talking to everybody on the team, rapid fire. I just thought of that now, and it was um, pretty fun to do. Thanks for all the guys coming on. Um, it's going to be a fun weekend here down in New London at the regional. Hopefully go out tomorrow, get a win, and have a great weekend. And also good luck to all the track athletes still competing this weekend, and hopefully they move on to nationals. That would be tremendous to see. So thanks for listening once again, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. As always, I'm your host, Jackson Walsh, and we'll see you next time on the Wheaton Watch.